0: Seven, stand fast.
1: Okay, happy Monday, everyone. What a sports weekend we had, wasn't it? NFL, wild card madness. But you know what the best thing about the whole weekend was? It was this man's birthday. So no wonder why everything was crazy in the sports world. So Joey, happy birthday on behalf of everyone out there watching and listening on the podcast. I want to wish you a happy birthday. And I'm sure you have a lot to talk about because the last time we left off, there was a lot happening in the Utopian Baseball universe, so... Let's go and take it from there. Start it off, Joey.
0: All right. Good morning, Stan. Yeah, I think the last time uh, I appeared on this show, we were getting ready for our postseason, which started Wednesday. We had a wild card Wednesday last uh, Wednesday, uh, five days ago. The uh, Indians beat the Pirates. The uh, Nationals beat the Red Sox. Durham had a walk-off win against Tampa Bay, and San Diego shut out Angels, so now we're in the swing of the division championship series. Uh, just like we had last Wednesday, we have a quadruple header today. We actually already had a game this morning at 6 a.m. Wow. So if you're watching this now and, and want to check that out, it's on YouTube, uh, it's in the Utopian Baseball Universe group. The Reds beat the Indians 5 4 this morning in game three of the North Division Championship Series. So that series returns to Cincinnati tomorrow for game four. And then at 8 a.m. this morning central, that's in about a half hour, it's game three of the North Division Championship Series. or I'm sorry, the East Division Championship Series between the Blue Jays and Nationals. Blue Jays lead that series two games to none. These are best of fives. So the Blue Jays could advance to the next round uh, this morning. And then uh, at 3 o'clock today, we've got Game 3 of the South Division Championship Series between Atlanta and Durham. That series is tied at 1. And then tonight at 10.30 Central after the Monday Night Football, San Diego and San Francisco Game 3 of the West Division. San Diego leads that series two games to none. The Giants won the West by seven games, so the Giants have to win three straight. Uh, It's going to be Matt Cain versus Eric Schout tonight. So again, another quadruple header. This is going to be the last quadruple header of the uh, 2021 campaign. I'm going to be on the air six times today. So I think people are going to get sick of this face and this voice by the end of tonight.
1: I don't think so, Joey. As long as you wear that Brewer cap, they focus on the uh, Brewer emblem and they're happy. And your excellent knowledge and uh, content you deliver every day. So... Don't underestimate yourself. You'll do well. People love you. (laughs) Uh, So, wow, it's an exciting week. And the rest of the week, what does that look like? I guess the games have to develop and the outcomes have to happen, but is there a playoff schedule set for the rest of the week? Yeah,
0: and I've got it right here. I've got to make some adjustments uh, to Wednesday, but tomorrow, uh, game four of the North Division Championship Series is going to be at 8 a.m., and then the East. If there is a game four tomorrow for the East, it'll be at three o'clock. What's <coughs> oh. uh, And then Wednesday, um, I had ga- I had three games scheduled, but I've got to move those around, and we're gonna we're gonna make an announcement on that uh, Tuesday because it's all gonna depend on what happens uh, tonight. Because we might not need a game four in the West. We might not need a game five in the North. Uh, so we'll make an announcement on that tomorrow, but we're going to have uh, at least one game on Wednesday, possibly three. And then uh, the division championship series will be wrapping up by Thursday with three tentative game five scheduled for Thursday, uh, if needed. Um, so again, we'll, we'll announce those times as we need to, but uh, the table, which is our version of the final four, um, that's gonna be the east versus the south and the north versus the West. That kicks that kicks kicks off Saturday morning at 8 am with the South versus the East and the north versus the West at uh, three o'clock on Saturday. So that's what's going on. Um, I've posted somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred baseball cards in the last three days. Um, As we wrap up our 2021 uh, custom set of 1,200 cards, Uh, that'll be, uh, let's see, today's the fourth. Tomorrow night, we're going to upload uh, 60 more cards. Uh, On the 15th, we'll upload 60. And then on uh, October 27th, we're going to culminate the set uh, with the the final 60 cards. So that's, that's what's going on here. A lot of game streams, uh, the cafe every Monday through Friday, and then you and I talking on Mondays and
1: Fridays uh, here in Baseball Way of Life and then Friday on the cafe. Now, you were saying that uh, Saturday the next round of the playoffs would begin. Are the, uh, the final four, are there going to be two games per day, or is it going to be one day where we maybe just have one? You're just going to do two each day until each one is uh, finalized, who the winner is?
0: So the way I'm scheduling the table is, uh, I I think I did the same thing last year. I'm going to do two a day with days off just because uh, there's days now where I'm doing three, four games a day. So I think I need that break. So the schedule for the table is going to be Saturday and Sunday, uh, Monday off. Then we're going to do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. And then if needed, the Saturday and Sunday. The game times are going to fluctuate. Uh, this weekend it'll be uh, Saturday 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. and then Sunday 11 a.m. and 6:30 p.m. Um, and they'll fluctuate throughout uh, uh, those two series. But uh, when we get to the championship series, which kicks off Tuesday, October 19th, every game of the Utopian Baseball Universe Championship Series will be at 6:30 Central p.m. Um, and again, that kicks off on Tuesday. October 19th we've got eight teams left two potentially could wrap up series today San Diego and Toronto could wrap up today Uh, so a a lot of exciting things happening a lot of good pitching in these uh, first couple games a lot of 3-2 games 4-3 games Uh, so it's going to be exciting
1: now I know you're supposed to be impartial but of the final eight teams do you have a favorite you'd like to see win
0: Well, I mean, I lived in Cleveland for uh, a little bit. I, have been a a Cleveland Browns fan my whole life. Uh, so uh, if we're just looking at, I guess the cities, I guess I'm partial to Cleveland. Um, now last year's championship was Atlanta versus Cincinnati. So I think that could be an interesting storyline to see if these teams can get back and have a rematch in the championship. Um, there's no real team that I'm like rooting against. Um, I think, uh, if you look at the polls that we posted in our group, uh, the group really wants to see Durham and Toronto in the championship. Toronto, I think, had 80% of the votes for the East championship, and I think Durham had like 75% of the votes. So they're, uh, those are the most, uh, uh, I guess, biggest fan bases of the teams that are left. Uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland was kind of a split vote San Francisco, San Diego is kind of a split vote. Um, what I do because I have to obviously when I'm simulating these games, I have to control one of the teams. I flip a coin for each game. So I'm not controlling the same team throughout a series. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, like today, uh, the blue Jays are up two two to nothing. And I'm, I flipped the coin like 10 minutes ago. I'm going to be controlling the blue Jays. So if I win, they advance, but, um, I only win about 51, 52% of the time. So me controlling a team doesn't really mean anything. Uh, last year I controlled the Mets in their wildcard game against the Yankees and they lost nine to one. So I'm still not over that where a lot of Mets fans aren't over that as well. So, uh, it should be interesting. Hitting is really tough in that game. So, um, the key is you got to be patient. You got to like follow off pitches. You got to take some pitches to kind of uh, get their stamina down a little bit. But it should be fun. Uh, Juan Guzman's pitching for Toronto today. He actually only lasted four and a third uh, in the uh, regular season finale last Monday, and then they pulled him. And uh, my correspondent for the group, Decker Cruzan, reported that he had shoulder tightness. Um, but he's back. He's going to make a start today versus Steven Strasburg uh, in what could potentially be a series clincher for Toronto.
1: Now, you said Geeker is your correspondent. So is he like your Kenny Rosenthal? Is he reporting from these sites?
0: Yeah, he's actually, uh, I, I've actually uh, kind of deemed him like our, our Jake Laser, if you will. He's going to, going forward, he's going to break a lot of news about um, potential managerial changes, roster uh, additions for 2022. We're going to utilize them a lot next year. Uh, like maybe once or twice a week, where we just kind of check in with Geeker to see what's going on in the universe. Um, so I'm really excited to have him uh, aboard as well. Um, he was actually, again, uh, when Guzman went down last week, um, I kicked it to him in kind of an improv moment, and I said, you got any news on Juan Guzman? And within seconds, he was like shoulder tightness. So uh, after the show, I said, uh, sorry, I put you on the spot there. Thanks for that. And uh, we actually discussed actually prior to that him uh, being in kind of a correspondent role. So I'm excited to have him on board.
1: That's cool. Now you were mentioning the Indians, and now you just mentioned the 2022 season. I'm curious as to what the name of the Cleveland franchise will be in 2022.
0: So, and I'm getting that question a lot. I, I have decided to uh, change it as well to the Guardians, but we're going to, uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to make an announcement on the show. Um, we're coming up with a creative way to honor uh, Native American culture without having to use the name or the the logo uh, that the Indians had used. So we're going to, we're working on that now. We're going to make an announcement uh, probably in the next uh, two to four weeks in regards to how we're going to honor Native American culture uh, for the Cleveland franchise moving forward.
1: Hmm, Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Anything else? I don't have any other questions offhand. Was there anything else you'd like to add about the universe right now?
0: No, just uh, if you're watching now, if you you want to... join the group. I'm obviously accepting members 24 hours a day. We've got three more game streams today. Again, 8 central, 3 central, 1030. Uh, the way the Utopia Baseball Universe works is uh, throughout the regular season, we pull box scores from the past to determine each day's winners and lo- losers. It's completely random. Um, I'm finding out results minutes, if not uh, hours before everyone else is. But in the postseason, all the games are simulated on Xbox using RBI Baseball 21. Uh, but we do so much more within the group. We, uh, we have a talk show debuting in December. We've got uh, Stan and I uh, do a show Mondays and Fridays within his group and my group. We've got trivia. We've got custom baseball cards. Uh, so if you're watching this and you're not familiar with the Utopian Baseball Universe, We'd love to have you. We've, we've welcomed five new members in the last three days. Uh, we've got about three or four pending invites out there. Uh, so, yeah, just uh, exciting things happening in the UVU.
1: Okay, that's good. Is anything exciting you in the MLB playoff scenarios?
0: I'm looking forward to it. I actually, last night within the group, I, I uh, shared my rooting interest. Now, I'm a, obviously, I'm a Mets fan first, but I live in uh, – North of Milwaukee, so I've been a Brewers fan my whole life. Certainly, I hope they do well. Now, I got slammed yesterday for making a prediction. I, I said the Brewers have no momentum coming into uh, October. I know uh, someone actually had mentioned you're just as good as that day's pitcher, but uh, the Brewers have lost, I think, 8 of 11. They had a 13-game lead three weeks ago. It, they finished the season with a five-game lead on St. Louis. Right now in the National League, I I see them as being the fourth-best team heading into postseason. Uh, Giants and Dodgers are clearly the the two best. The Cardinals are the hottest. I think we can get by Atlanta, but I'm not going to take them for granted. And uh, the American League is, you know, Red Sox-Yankees, Bucky Dent, uh, potentially, I I think, what, is that tomorrow? Yeah,
1: it's tomorrow. Yankees kind of jinx themselves because they came out with emails and promos saying... The wild card games will start at 8.07 on Wednesday at Yankee Stadium. So they kind of jumped the gun. And every time that happens, I said, uh-oh, something's going to happen. But it should be an epic duel on Tuesday. And the Cardinals and Dodgers is as good as it gets in the National League for a wild card. So the wild card games may be as good as any series out there. So it will be interesting. It's like a game seven in uh Both the week championship series, if you ask me, any of these teams could be your representative in the World Series. So it's going to be fun. you got the Cardinals red hot and the Dodgers. Just nothing they could do to catch the Giants this year and tip the cap to the Giants. So, And believe it or not, I looked yesterday and I think the Dodgers are still the NL favorites to represent the National League ahead of the Giants, even though they have to play the wild card game. So that, that's amazing in, in itself in the fact that the Giants win over 105 games and still are not considered the favorite in the National League. So I'm sure they'll have a chip on their shoulder, too. Uh, but it's going to be great and a great way to start off on Tuesday and Wednesday. And uh, we'll be talking about it, I guess, on Friday. Absolutely. Uh, and as we do all the time here. We're going to go to five questions for Joey, and the reason why we're doing that, and I'm not even going to ask Joe if he has any other MLB thoughts, is because he's got that big game coming up at 9 o'clock. He's got to go and prep the voice and go over the notes and everything, so we're going to go straight to these questions. You ready, Joey?
0: Sounds good.
1: All right, let's be redundant. I said, "Well, oh, it's coming up. Wait a minute. Wait, why is it not coming up? Oh, there we go. Question number one. Happy birthday again. I know I mentioned it before. Uh, the question is, how does it feel to be a year older and what are you looking forward to in the next year?
0: Well, I, I turned 46 on Saturday. I guess it feels pretty similar to 45. I'm just looking forward to, uh, staying busy, uh, with, uh, different baseball projects, writing projects, uh, the two jobs that I, I, I hold here in Grafton and just, uh, Keeping busy, I suppose. It uh,
1: feels, feels pretty good to be 46. That's good. It feels good to be any age. Trust me, I'm 60 and I'm feeling good at 60. Although I could use more sleep as the years go by. <laughs> uh, number two. Why is this? We're having technical glitches here with StreamYard here. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Did you enjoy the premiere of the new season of Saturday Night Live? Now, I'm not sure if you watched it. You said you were going to. It's going to be part of your birthday celebration. I have not yet. I have it on DVR. So if you want to fill us in, is it worth watching? And did you enjoy it?
0: Well, I I won't spoil any of the sketches. I will say that I did enjoy it. I always enjoy uh, the premieres. Uh, Not as many if any, cameos this year. Usually they have, like, you know, a lot of big names kind of come out for it, so they didn't really do a lot of that. Um, They had uh, three new cast members, because Beck Bennett left the show, and um, Lauren Holt left the show. She was only on the show one year. Um, They had a gentleman do uh, a couple impressions that I thought were pretty good. Owen Wilson was the host. He was great. Luke Wilson actually showed up in a, a sketch or two. Um, so, yeah, you, you'll definitely enjoy it. I actually, uh, Saturday night, I watched The Sopranos prequel and then SNL. You so. are
1: psychic. You are psychic. But go ahead anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> right, uh, but my question to you is, I heard they introduced a Joe Biden character. Was it realistic and was it funny on Saturday Night Live?
0: Well, and, and that's the guy I was referring to. He did a, a Biden to open the show. Now, it wasn't the most accurate Biden. There was actually a guy on TikTok And I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but he does the best Biden and Trump. He he does them both very accurately. This one was good. Um, You know, I I think we'll just have to kind of get used to it. I I really liked when. um, uh, I I can't think of his name now. Uh, Jim Carrey, when I thought thought Jim Carrey's uh, Biden was was really accurate, but he he said he wasn't going to do it anymore after the election. The same guy did a. uh, uh I I can't think of the name right now. Um Larry the Cable Guy impression. Oh, okay. That was really accurate. That was actually more accurate than the Biden. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the season. I think it's gonna be a fun season.
1: That's good. And it's live and it's fresh material. It's current with what's going on in the world all the time. All right, number three, and this is why I called Joey psychic. I ask him a question. He's always answering the next question all the time. So <laughs> And this is not scripted. He, The man in made it is like the third broadcast in a row where he's answering the next question before it's even asked. Uh, question number three. Did you see the new Sopranos movie? I guess we checked that one off. And are you a Sopranos fan? And if so, do you have a favorite character?
0: Sorry, I, I got to be real careful here because a, a couple of friends have warned me because they know I'm a big fan not to spoil anything. I'll just say I did watch it. I did enjoy it. The, the problem sometimes with prequels is unless they're doing a good job identifying who's who, you sometimes have to guess who they're portraying. Now, some of the portrayals were so accurate that it's like, oh, that's Paulie, that's Syl. Um, I liked it. I'm going to watch it again. I think we have about 30 days to watch it before HBO pulls it from their streaming service, but... Right. Um, if you're a fan of the show I recommend it I think the writing was fantastic I think the storytelling you know leading into the series was good a big twist at the end so yeah definitely loved it
1: well I'm a huge Sopranos fan and I have a feeling I will be correct when I say this that I think that's the last tv show that I had to watch when it debuted he's come on Sunday at nine o'clock and I couldn't wait for a repeat or a I don't even know if we had DVRs. We probably had VHSs back then. But I had to watch it then. That was must-see TV as it was happening for me. And I lived vicariously through The Sopranos. I became a gangster after that. But, uh, no, I I love the show. And I, without giving anything away, a friend of mine was saying that, sort of like what you were saying, you were expecting a heavy emphasis on Tony Soprano. That necessarily wasn't the case. But it looks like it's going to lead up... As the years go by, how everything meshes together, it looks like there'll be other movies. I guess you would call it a sequel to the sequel. What do you even call that? I'm not even sure. But this wouldn't be the last one that's coming out. It's probably going to be a series coming out, coming out. So I, well, I would
0: say either that or like one or two more movies, because I, I heard that uh, I guess the next project would be Tony, like in his early twenties. Okay. Um, so that could be interesting, and then, you know, I could see them. You know, even if David Chase isn't involved, you know, fifteen twenty years from now, having like you know AJ's story or whoever, right? You know, whatever happened at the diner that day. So like, it, it's it's it, it's great. I'm gonna definitely watch it again, maybe a couple more times before I before they take it off.
1: Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because on my cable thing, you know, like when you put the cable box on, it tells you what you can watch, and said the Sopranos, and I was under the impression it was only under the movies, but I know they have this deal. <laughs> like at least the current year where new releases show up on HBO Max at the same time. So that was a pleasant surprise. And I'm happy about that. Okay. Now we're going into the world of football. And how about those Browns and Packers? I have Packies there, but that's my nickname for them, Packies.
0: Browns uh, yesterday won 14-7 in Minnesota. Great defense. Not the best uh, offensive output, but, you know, running game was fine. Uh, you know, they, they did enough to win that game. Packers, I didn't really watch much of it last night. They beat uh, Pittsburgh. So I guess Aaron Rodgers uh, likes being a Packer now again. So, um, you know, one of the things, and this this is related to this question. I was uh, talking to my girlfriend last night because I'm a you know Mets fan, Brewers fan, Browns fan, Packers fan. I think I'm – I, I haven't made this official yet, but I think at some point I'm just going to – Say that it's just Mets and Browns going forward. It's not to say that I don't love the Packers or, or Brewers, but you know those teams were handed to me. Um, I didn't really have a choice in the matter. I chose the Mets and Browns. Um, that that's where my heart is. Like when I watch a Browns game, I get really emotional when they score, when they win. Packers is just for the last you know five or ten years has been kind of just on in the background. My mom loves the Packers. I don't get emotional uh, for Packer games anymore. Uh, And they've lost, I think, four NFC championships in the last 10 years. Not one tear shed, but when the Browns lost last year to KC, I just went into hiding for like two days.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what happens when you do get older like that. Like, if you're not 100% committed to the team like the Packers, you enjoy it when they do well, but you're not heartbroken when they don't do well. Uh, So, I I, I understand where you're coming from on that, Uh, but I don't know if you saw the game, the Tom Brady game. That was was amazing. That man never ceases to amaze me what he does. I mean, he does everything he does to get the team into a winning position, and it's amazing. Game after game after game, and under the conditions they played in. And I really, I root for the Jets. And again, sometimes I root against the Giants, so I don't hear from the Giant fans about the Jets. But I've actually found myself rooting for Tom Brady at age 45 to do as well as he can. And I wanted to see him have a successful win in his comeback. So that's my NFL tidbit for the day. It's just an amazing storyline. He's having He's playing the best ball of his career right now at 45 too. So that's amazing. Yeah, I,
0: I did watch that game. I wanted to see if him and Belichick would embrace, and they did, yeah, uh, but I haven't heard any like post game uh comments from either, but yeah, it was definitely good theater last night in Foxborough.
1: and he conducts like one of the classiest post game interviews of all i mean he I don't know if you saw it with Michelle Tafoya, but he is just a, the perfect image for an n f l player so and now we go to our national pastime baseball. We kind of touched on this before, but are there any playoff predictions overall you want to share? Do you have something you think is definitely going to happen that you would like to share with us?
0: Well, so again, yesterday I, I shared my rooting interest. The, the, the series that I want to see, I want to see the two smallest markets compete in the World Series. I want to see Tampa Bay and Milwaukee. You know, obviously I live here, You know, and I just – said, you know, minutes ago that I'm not going to be uh, you know, consider myself a, you know, baseball polygamist if you will uh in, in just align with the Mets and Browns, but you know, I I've, I've been living in this area most of my life. Uh if if the Brewers win it, it's going to be great. Um I uh I live in a city that that has the current NBA champions and I can't even tell you anything about that series. So this will be memorable if it happens. But again, as a uh, try to be an unbiased prediction, I I, I still think it's going to be Giants-White Sox. Uh, but I want to see Milwaukee-Tampa Bay. I think I'm just going to enjoy it. I, I can make one prediction for you if that's for sure. On Wednesday, I will be enjoying some Wings
1: there you go. That's a slam dunk prediction. Put your money on it. I think most online sports books are handling action on that, but it's like a million to one. You got to put a million dollars to win a dollar on that one. Win a so, dollar, yeah. Yeah. So if you have a million, why do you want that one dollar anyway? Yeah. Uh, that's about it. I know Joey has a broadcast coming up, so I don't want to keep him on, but I do want to say that. Uh, we're on every monday here at 8:30 and on Joey's channel on channel I don't even know what we call this now facebook youtube 8:30 on friday and uh going forward like me and Joey we you just see our pretty faces here half an hour and it's probably you, that's all you think we're doing uh but we we're, the wheels are always turning and once the baseball season ends we got some big projects planned on where we're going to be sharing airtime on each other's uh facebook pages uh, YouTube channels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So stay tuned for that. And I do want to thank. I was amazed. I I talked to Joey about this that we had a lot of people li- listen to our uh, podcast the last couple time. I think we did two two so far on the podcast. And I want to thank everybody because originally that it was going to be a New York Mets only podcast, but I said, hey, why not share good news and good stuff with everybody? So now the Utopian Baseball Universe is on there. And uh, going forward, we'll be doing baseball stuff, too, during the offseason and whatever season baseball is in at the moment. But I want to thank Joey for letting us do the simulcast on the uh, podcast. And like I said, we're going to be everywhere. We're going to be everywhere in, like in a month or so with a lot of good stuff planned. And I want to thank Joey for joining forces with me on that. And like I said, until then, we'll be here Monday on my here on Baseball Wildlife and Friday on Utopian. So, Joey, it's a big week, and folks, if you haven't joined his group, please do at least follow what's going on in the playoff. You'll be so entertained, and uh, if you have the time, check out his broadcast. There's no one like Joey at these Broadcast. So, Joey, good luck this week with everything, and we'll touch base again on Friday.
0: Thank you, Stan. Yeah, see you Friday, and and again, if uh, you want to join the Utopian Baseball Universe, uh, we'd love to have you. We're at about 1,040 members right now, always looking to add uh, good quality, and uh, looking forward to meeting everyone that that joins the group. Thanks again, Stan.
1: All right, we'll see you on Friday, Joey. Good luck this week. Take it easy. Bye.